We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In the 2022 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end, Michigan. Jared Goff winds up. Touchdown, Detroit. Josh Reynolds. Comes the blitz down the middle and on the fly. Jamison Williams, extra speed on the gas and gone. Touchdown. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast pregame show, Lions versus Bears. I am Euro Tyler, joined by my main guy, as always, no peer with us, but Mr. Malcolm Hart is here in the building. How you doing, man? Happy New Year's. Europe. Yo, what is going on? It is Lions game day. I am ready. I know you're ready, man. Let's go, man. Let's beat them Bears, man. Let's go, bro. First game of the 2023 uh, oh, yeah, calendar man. year. Yeah, man. First off, first, man. Happy New Year's, man. Happy New Year's. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, man. Happy New Year to everybody, man. We made it to 2023. Everybody get our first double to 2023, man. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, for all Michigan football fans, I am sorry for what you witnessed last night because Oof. that game was rough, man. Oof. I know you're not a fan of Michigan, but like Malcolm, just as a neutral fan, like how, how do you think like Michigan fans feel right now? Man, you know what? I made a tweet last night just to check up on you know <laughs> the, the mental health of all my Michigan fans. I felt bad, you know. I I, I room for you guys, room for Michigan to pull it out, um, because you know since my since Bama is on the playoffs, you know. I, I wanted, I wanted Michigan to take it all away, man. And just seeing how disappointed they were from that from that loss, man, it it sucks, but. Yeah, a lot of fans were what they're saying that they were used to it. I guess that they were saying they're like, you know what, we're used to it. I was like, man, that's tough. Man, like that's probably the first time, I, if if not, and ever, uh, it's in a very long time where I've I've like been emotionally invested to a game where like it's one of those crazy games you watch like and you're like, oh, I can't imagine if my team was in. I was in that situation yesterday for the first time, I think ever. And a big game where it's like those emotional roller coasters back and forth. You're, you know, you you get a big touchdown, you give up the lead, you're down 19, you're you're back to a six point game. Like it was an emotional roller coaster all game that Michigan TCU uh, game. Let me ask a question, man. What do you think um, happens with your quarterback? Was this his last game in Michigan? Like, no, he's only a sophomore. 
So we'll, talk, so we'll be back next year. Hundred percent, we'll be there next year. I, I thought he played well. I mean, obviously, two very costly pick sixes, but um, yeah, man, the CFP was. If you're just a neutral fan, those were two phenomenal games to watch the last night. They were. Yeah. All right, let's uh, swing it back to Lions football because this is a, a spot for Michigan fans to, you know, get a second chance, you could say, with your football team. Maybe they could make up your weekend with the Lions dub on the new year. Malcolm, what are the inactives looking uh, looking for the Lions right now? I'll talk about the Bears right after. All right, so with the Lions inactives, man, so what we have is guard Coyote Oshika. He's not playing today. Defensive lineman Michael Brockers. This is like his normal position now. Healthy scratch. Now playing today. Defensive lineman Austin Bryant. This brother's seen this spot probably more than anybody. He's not playing today. Safety to Sean Elliott. This is a huge loss for the Lions because last week without Deshaun Elliott, we kind of felt it. And we're going to see if they, could, if they made adjustments because he's not playing today. Running back, Justin Jackson. This is a shocker. Was he hurt? I don't think he, he was. Yeah, he popped up on the injury report on Friday. Oh, got it. I thought he was a healthy scratch, but no, he was hurt. So he's not playing today. And guard Ross Poish, Pearson Poish, Bacher. Pearson, Pearson, Pearson Barker. Yeah, he's not playing. I don't think I've ever seen him play. But he's not playing today. <laughs> yeah, he has never played, yes. No, he has not played. All right, let's go on to the Bears. Uh, inactive report. We got a familiar face right here. Quarterback Tim Boyle, inactive for the Bears. What? Running back Darrington Evans. Linebacker Sterling Weatherford. Weatherford. Offensive lineman Alex Leatherwood, Alabama boy. Uh, defensive bam. Uh, defensive back Baron Borders. Defensive back Michael Ujamudie, and then offensive lineman Jatiri. Carter. Those guys are all inactive for the Chicago Bears. So nothing significant. Uh, Claypool's active and Equinemia St. Brown is active. Those were two guys that we were monitoring earlier in the week with their uh, injury report. And they're both active. So they got pretty much full strength at the receiving core. But obviously, like we talked about on Wednesday, Jalen Johnson, the start corner, will not be playing this game. He's on injury reserve right now. So that's a, it's a big loss for the Bears for sure. Yeah. So they're, they're healthy in the, in the wide receiving area, but their cornerback room is a complete joke. Yeah, let's, let's just get into this offense right now because I think this is something I wouldn't necessarily say a bounce back week because the Lions offense wasn't a huge issue for them last week. They just the defense could not get any stops and it, it just got to the point where, you know, it, the lead was too big for our offense to really get anything going. Running game got completely eliminated and even when they could run the ball, they couldn't really run it. Um but I think today is a day where they get back on pace where what they were doing earlier in the year, or at least in this winning streak. And I think they could have a nice field day last game at Ford Field. Yes, 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 I guess they can, man. And and they're wearing those nice jerseys, man. Those nice throwback jerseys. So throwback I think jerseys be, yeah. I think it's gonna be a huge plus. But um, yeah, man, I think Jared Goff is gonna have a hell of a day. And that's that's just my prediction. I think he's gonna have a hell of a day with that banged up secondary, knowing that they're not gonna play any man coverage. Um, they're just gonna play cover three. Might sprinkle in some cover two in there, but that just that's just an easy day for uh, for JG man. I think he's gonna have a hell of a day, and with their the limited pass rush that they're able to bring, um, yeah, I, I'm just expecting a, a really big one. 
Yeah, I mean, he was pretty good in the first matchup earlier in the year, and I just expect a better version of him today. You're at home, you're in the Dome, and obviously we've seen a better version of Jared Goff, especially when playing at home. And last home game of the year, I, I think they're going to bring out the tricks. And even Dan Campbell, I think, said in a, a presser earlier in the week, is like, you know, we have to put a show on today. You know, this is the last home game of the year. So, you know, these fans deserve it. And I think they're going to really open up the playbook today. And, you know, they're going to have a lot of fun versus Bears. I mean, it's a good match to have fun for because the Bears are just – not a very good football team right now. Do you think we see a flea flicker? Ooh. I'll say yes. I'll say yes. yes. Let's go, man. Flea flicker time. Let's go. Do you see a flea flicker? I do, man. I just I see a flea flicker and it could be to, to J-Mo, man. That happens, man. The, yeah. the crowd, people at home, they're going to lose their minds. I see some type of trick play. If it's a flea flicker or like a wide receiver throwing a pass. Like, remember, I think it was... Last year, Tom Kennedy threw the touchdown to uh, Khalif Raymond. Yeah. Like, I, I could see something like that. I, obviously, Kennedy's not with us right now. He's on the practice squad. But, like, I could see something along those lines where, like, it's going to be some crazy trick play if that's a flea flicker or, like, a wide receiver throwing a pass. I could see that. Yeah, I, I see it too, man. Yo, let me ask you a question. Is there, do, do you see any scenario where the Bears actually put up a fight and, and stop this, this Detroit Lions offense? I might be so ignorant right now, but like I really don't. I just I don't think there's a good matchup for the Bears. Lions are healthy. Um, they're home. This is a Bears team that like just mentally isn't there right now. I mean, they have lost multiple games in a row, and I, I don't know. It's just like that time of the year where it's like I, I don't know what they're really playing for. Obviously, they're playing for jobs next year, but I, I don't know. I don't really see a good matchup for the Bears here. I think this is a really good match for the Lions. Yeah. I mean, I know the fans, they're out of it. I mean, they're, they're checked out. The fans, they're thinking about the draft right now. They're, tank, they're in tank mode right now. They're all t- – like, I, I posted a, a roast of the Bears earlier in the week on Instagram, and I, I thought Bears fans would react and, like, you know, like, oh, you know, whatever. No, they're like, beat us. Please beat us. I'm like, oh, what is this? <laughs> Like that's not wow. fun. It's not fun yeah. when you're telling us to beat you. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun, man. It's it's like you know what? It's, it's, it's like a, a taste of our own medicine because that's something that you know down the line, Lions fans will say that this is a couple years ago. You know, yeah. years ago when we we're already out of it, we we're just fighting for a playoff position. You know, the you know the last couple of games. You know, that's how Lions fans react. You know, they'll say shit. You know, beat us. We're we're trying to get the number one pick. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I, and it's like weird because it's a big division game, and you like obviously want to win those games. But like I understand the Bears fans to a certain degree too, because like I was kind of like that, like you said too, when like we play the Packers week seventeen or week eighteen. Now it is, it's like oh, I mean, like do I really want to win this game? Do I want the Lions to really win this game? But I don't know. I, I find satisfaction always being a division rival, whatever the situation is. Honestly, me too. But you know, I think we're just wired different. Yeah, we don't really care about we don't really care about draft position until the off season. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, there's no worry to. I mean, there's no need to worry about it right now. Like when no. the regular season's going on. No. Yeah. I mean, just like last year. I mean, like the Lions had an opportunity, I think, to get the number one pick if uh, they lost that game versus Green Bay because Jacksonville remember pulled that big upset versus Indy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, they, they screwed that shit up. I remember I was at Ford Field <laughs> for that game, uh, the Lions Packers game last year, and I'm like just. Like with all the fans, it was all mixed like emotions. They're like, "Oh shoot, Jacksonville's winning. We can get the number one pick if we just lose this game right now." Like I remember, it was a mixed bag in the in the stands. A little bit pointless, man. With the number one pick, we'll just pick Aiden Hutchinson. 
it, we ended up getting lucky, yes. And we got the same the person we got, so it didn't, it didn't matter at the end of the day. Yeah, we got lucky. I mean, I didn't want Trayvon Walker, so. No, I did not want <laughs> Trayvon Walker. Hey, Prior Podcast listeners. It's your boy Malcolm here. And if you're a sports better like me, let me tell you about Oz Traders. Oz Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotional codes from different sports books to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather so the bettors can make the most informed bets as possible. This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's O. D D S T R A D E R dot com slash blue wire. Austraders, the number one site for your game day bets. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this Lions defense. And you mentioned it in the active report, no Deshaun Elliott. So it looks like if Fatima Lafanu is going to get another start. They said they like CJ Moore in special teams, so they're going to have Malafanu starting at safety. How do you feel about that? I mean, this is this is his time. I mean, he had his first start last week. I mean, Dan Campbell kind of pr- touched up on it on his presser that, you know, this was the first start at, at safety. And, you know, now this is uh, second start. They're expecting results now because um he, you know he, this is his first time at safety so it's probably moving too fast for him and he probably didn't know what's going on at some points I don't know but he, if this is what if this is what they want to do for him that like they want him to continue to be a safety he got to show strides and um this is a week that he got to show some, some type of stride I mean to me man I, I still personally don't like the way they handled that whole situation with Effie I think the whole moving to safety was a bad idea. Uh, I think they moved the wrong guy to safety. You know, I love the way he played corner. Um, when he played corner, he showed flashes that he could be, 
solid. You know, solid good could be great. But um, they moved him to safety. That's their that's their decision, and he got so he got so so, so something, man. You know, Jerry, uh, what's it called? Had a had a rough start too when he first started. Um, Jacobs. Yeah, um, Jerry, uh, not Jake, not Jacobs. Oh, Kirby um, Joseph. Kirby Joseph's. Yeah. He was, he was really rough, and he was kind of also out there when he first started. But then once after, like, his second, third game, you saw, like, huge tries, and, and he was actually playing the ball, attacking the ball, you know, trying going for picks. Even on those first games, he wasn't getting it. He was still there to break up those plays and, you know, almost get those pick sixes. I want to see that type of shit from the Iffy, man. If you got to make some plays, man. Make, I want to see some huge tackles. I want to see some tackles, key tackles. And I want to see him break up some plays, man. He got to do something, man. If yeah. not, man, what are we doing? Why do we move him to safety? He's not doing it. Yeah. No, you're right. And I was actually going to allude to that, that Kirby Joseph situation where, um, you know, it was really rough for me. Remember, we were there in the building for the Seattle game. And, I mean, Kirby was probably the worst player on the field. And we've seen major strides since that game. Obviously, there's been some ups and downs. But, you know, for the most part, we see the ball skill potential. And like you said, with Malafano, this is another opportunity. He got one star under his belt now. This is going to be a second star versus the Bears. What do you have? Are you a safety in this league? Are you going to be part of this team? Because – you know, you were playing for a spot next year too. You are no nowhere near a job lock next year. Like you were playing for a job next year as well. So um, this is a big opportunity with the injury to Elliot. And you know, this is probably the only start he has rest of the year because Elliot is looking like he's turning to come back next week. Campbell was alluding to, uh, you know, Elliot was making strides to come back, and he should be good to go in Lambo next week. Let me ask you, how, how do you feel? How, like how they handled that whole iffy situation? <laughs> It's I like I understand it, but like you're right. I think he did show strides as a corner. He's a young player. You you probably want to see him grow there. But I think the way they looked at it was that we just had too many guys in that cornerback room. As as, as that's what they thought going into the year. Like we had Akuda, we had Jacobs. Um, uh, who else? They had AJ Parker at the time. Like they had some young guys. I think they were counting on to fill in that void at corner. And they just I feel like didn't see a role for Melifano. And I feel like they want to get him on the field. Um, and, and I think this is probably the best way they thought he can be on the field. I don't know, man, because still, I mean, it's, uh, it's not like we, we have four safeties. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 at the beginning of the year, you had Tracy Walker mm-hmm. and then you had Deshaun Elliott. So he still wasn't going to start. You're right. So then you're like, you're still wondering, like, how was he going to see the field? Yeah. And they missed a high draft pick on him too, man, to be so uncertain of how they want to use this guy. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I, did, I still to this day, I think they 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 transitioned the wrong person to that safety position because we have seen a guy who's I say who's the who's the right person. We, in your we see, we've seen the guy who's who looked like he could be an elite person. That you put him in that box safety, he could be elite. I mean, that brother, his best game, his his best game as a corner came from a game where he had like thirteen tackles. The Cowboys. We're talking about Jeff Okuda, if you guys can. We're talking about Jeff Okuda. Of course we're talking about Jeff Okuda, man. But his best game as a corner where everybody's like, wow, his best game. He he had 13 tackles. As a corner, that means absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. A corner, you don't want your corner having 13 tackles. No. But your safety, you want your box safety. If you play box safety, you want your safety to have 13 tackles in the box. So, like I said, I think they, they transitioned the wrong guy. But... That's just another topic for another day, man. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. The decision's been made. He's been transitioned to the safety position since the offseason. So, I mean, okay, this is your new position. Like, we have to see strides. And, again, this is another opportunity today to see Melifonwu starting. So, you know, maybe give him a pass last week. But here we go. What you got? 
how do they stop Justin Fields, man? How, how how do we stop him from running all over us, man? Can 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 do you have a formula? I mean, I don't think there's a way where you completely stop Justin Fields' legs. No team has been able to figure out that formula yet. Um, you just got to contain it and hope it doesn't kill you, right? Like, and and that's I think they kind of found the formula towards the end of the game versus the Bears in that first match in that fourth quarter. You know, after he had that big run um, in that fourth quarter where they got the lead back. I think the Lions did a way better job of containing Justin Fields. And the situation was a little different where he had to pass a little, the ball more because of the situation we were up and, you know, he couldn't really run the ball as much just because it was going to kill the time, right? But I think they have a better idea this time around compared to the first matchup. You're in a dome, so you don't have the cold excuse of, like, tackling and stuff like that. So, um I don't think there's a formula. You just got to be able to contain it. And we talked about in our pregame show, I don't know if a spy is ideally uh, the best case scenario, and they abandoned that spy in that first matchup and, you know, ended up working for them. Yeah, yeah, same here, man. I mean, look, we just got to tackle because there were a lot of a lot of missed tackles, a lot of sacks that we could have had on him that he just spun out of it and yeah. made made a, a play that should have been stopped behind like a, like a sack. Turned it into a big yard, a big game. Yeah. So they got to make sure they wrap them up good, man. For sure, yeah. And like we said, I mean, even that, um, and that that last game when we played him, it was the fourth down. Like it took three tackle, uh, three guys to tackle him. You remember, like he spins out of Get Angelo. Get him he, down! He, Get he, him down! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> spins out of Julian, then Julian ends up finishing it. But oh, I, I think man, they kind of have the formula to contain Justin Fields to a certain degree. Like I said, you're not going to completely stop him, but you just got to make sure he doesn't kill you. Yeah. Julian Quarter, I, I hope we don't like. I hope he's not missed this game because he had a huge game. He did for the Bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he did, man. We'll see if his brother could uh, make up for that role, man. Have they played together, Julian and Romeo? I don't think so. Not, <laughs> I don't. Uh, did they? They probably played. Maybe they like probably, were, they probably were active on the same on a, on a team like on a game together, but I don't think they like rushed the passer together. Yeah, as I'm saying, I feel like we've just never seen him together. Nope. So, the funny part was like when we activated Romeo, we had to place Julian on IR. They're like, yeah. <laughs> I saw fans are like, they're just the same guy. <laughs> They're yeah, just swapping. No, they're not the same guy. <laughs> they're, they're definitely not the same guy. Romeo's way more explosive. Like he's more powerful. He's more of like a bull rusher to get to the quarterback. Julian just it's pure speed. Yeah, for sure. All right. You want to do some picks and head out of here? Let's go, man. All right. Let's do our Lions pick. This is the biggest favorite, I think since we've ever done a podcast for the Lions. I don't think the Lions have ever been this heavy of a favorite in going into a game. The Lions are five and a half, five and a half point favorites in this game versus the Bears. So the records right now, Piers 11 and four in first place. Malcolm's in second place with the eight and seven record. I am in third place with the seven and eight record. Pierre is taking the Lions today. He has them winning. What is the score he sent it to me? He has them 28-17, and his bold prediction, Swift bounces back, has over 100 rushing yards and two tutties. That is Pierre's predictions today. How do you feel about that? I like it. I like it. I think that will be huge for Swift too, man. Yeah, are you also taking the Lions five and a half? Um, I don't know, man. Um, this is against the Bears. <sighs> this is tough, man. Tough game, right? It's tough. Okay, I'm bullshitting. Hundred <laughs> percent bullshitting. Um, no, this is an easy, easy pick. Um, going Lions. I have a winning thirty. Let's say, let's say, uh, thirty, thirty-seven, thirty-seven, seventeen. Oh. 
Is that what you have too, Tyler? <laughs> look, at, look at the bottom of my screen. 3717, man. Let's go, man. 3717, man. I just think that this is going to, like, they, they got their ass last week. We all saw that. Yeah. And this is going to be a statement game. They're going to come back and say, hey, we're still here. We're still fighting for the playoffs, and we're still a team that you don't want to mess with. And this is 3717. Let's go. All right, Malcolm, I got a quick question before I say my pick. You guys already know. I'm taking lines five and a half, 3717, right? Yeah. All right. Quick question. Now that it's actually game day, now that we're less than an hour away from kickoff, be honest with me. Are you going to be scoreboard watching today in the Commanders game and the Seahawks game? No, man. I told you. No, man. You're sticking to your word. Bro, I'm not, I do not care about those games right now. Now, if at the end of the day, those teams lose next week, guess what? We could Changes. throw Destiny and everything different. But I'm not worried about other teams handling their own business. And We just got to win. All right. At the end of the day, that's what we got to do. We got to handle our business. Let's beat the Bears. We're about the Bears right now. And then whatever happens, happens, man. Right. I'm good with I'm good with whatever happens, because if they the Lions handle business, win these next two games and they don't get in. I, you know what? Take my head off. Mm. Call it a day, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, and on um, bold prediction, um, Justin Fields under uh, under 50 rushing yards. Under 50 rushing yards. That's bold. Under 50. Bold prediction from me. Hmm. Lions defense or special teams gets a touchdown today. No, let's go. That's my bold prediction. We had it last time when we played the Bears. Jeff Okuda pick six. Jeff sure did. Six. Sure did. And did he, did he call that one too? Or? Um, oh, I don't know. I might have. You probably, I think, I think, I think somebody, I remember somebody saying Jeff Okuda pick six. I remember, I mean, could have been, could have been a little listener. I don't know if it was that game. I know I've said it before. I just don't know if it was for that game particularly, but it's possible for sure. I remember I was pissing myself at the bold prediction versus the Jets game because I said the defense was going to get a touchdown. I should have added special teams because Raymond got the, the punt return touchdown. I should have added that because <laughs> that's all yeah. like, I, I thought there was going to be a touchdown, not from the offense that game, I just, but I just said defense, my bold prediction. So I should have sped uh, special teams as well. All right. Let's get into our locks of the weeks. Uh, Malcolm, you are at nine and seven in first place. I'm in second place with an eight, seven, and one record. And then Pierre is in last place with a four, eleven, and one record. Malcolm, I'm gonna give you the first pick today. Who are you taking? All right. Um, I hope I, I hope I'm not taking Pierre's because if, if I am, I'm gonna have to switch. Um, uh, can I? I need to see who he picked. I'm gonna go. Um, New York Giants. Okay, you're not. Okay, New York Giants over the Indianapolis Colts, and that's gonna be a Five and a half spread. So the five and a half spread for the New York Giants to beat Indianapolis Colts. Lock that in. I'll say uh, doom, doom. Lock, <laughs> lock that shit in. Let's go. For playoff people, that is actually not a good scenario for the Lions, but it's not as important. The Commanders and Seahawks game is way more important than the Giants game. Yeah. So, but if the Giants lose out, Lions win out, they get a playoff spot. So that's that's on that's on the table as well. But like you said, they're playing Jeff Saturday in the Colts, so don't really have too much expectations there. No, me neither. <laughs> All right, my lock of the week. I'm going to take the New England Patriots minus two and a half versus the two or less Miami Dolphins because I think we've seen a different version of this team when they don't have to. Uh, they're just not a very good football team. Teddy Bridgewater's in, at quarterback. Um, it's in Foxborough. Don't love this Patriots team. But I think they should be able to pull it out. I like the spread here. So I'm going to take Patriots minus two and a half. And then uh, Pierre is mining, uh, rolling with Jacksonville minus three versus the Houston Texans. 
trap game right here, Malcolm. Trap game. The spread is too small. Yeah, why is Jackson? Why is it? Oh, because it's a division game, maybe. It doesn't matter this game. That's why. That's why I did not touch it. Because Jacksonville <laughs> could lose this game, and this game has zero mattering to them. Next week is for the division versus the Titans. Oh wow! So they could still lose this game. It still have they a could chance. lose this game. It has no meaning to it. This this game actually means nothing to the Jaguars. So that's the trap game right here. I could see the Texans winning this game. So Bears fans, I think, could get the number one pick today if they lose and Houston wins. That'll be interesting. We'll see. I don't think I don't know. If Houston wins, but it's going to be a close game, I think. I think this is a trap game written all over it. You said it, you, you, you predicted last was it last week, was it? Was it last week? It you predicted was it, or a couple weeks two weeks ago? ago. Two weeks ago. Jacksonville two weeks versus two. Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not I'm not going to hold it against you, man. I think you, you could be right, man. We'll see. All right. I think that is it. I hope Let's you guys go. all enjoyed. We will be live on Twitter Spaces right after the game talking about a Lions dub. Over the Chicago Bears. I am your host, Tyler, and I'm signing out, guys. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy, Malcolm, and I am out. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.